Rebecca. And Lily. And you're listening to Just Ghouly Things. Oh. Hey, Boo Things, and welcome back to Just Ghouly Things. And we are your beautiful hosts, Rebecca and Lily. Hey. All right, so Lily, what, what are we what are we starting off with today? Okay. Well, first of all, that angel came in, who I think is an angel. Super mm-hmm. stressful day. Amazing. Super stressful time. She pulls up and she gives me just like a little Valentine box of chocolates. And she was like, in case I don't see you before Sunday. And I was like, I fucking love you. She was like, here's a box for you and for the other young lady. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, thank you. And she just gave us these little, you know, like the Hershey Kiss, like boxes or like the uh, Russell Stover, just the boxes of chocolate. She spent money on you. I know. I love her. God, I fucking love her. Even though the other teller doesn't even know who she is. Yeah. she. I know. I'm like, wait a minute. So you see her, but she don't see you? Okay. Um, just angel things. <laughs> um, well, and then I went to give it to my coworker because she got in later that day, and she's like, "I'm on a diet," and I'm like, "You fucking bitch!" <laughs> I'm like, "Well, what are you gonna do? Return it for money?" And she's like, "Well, what am I gonna do with five dollars? My coffee's six. And I'm like, "You're such a bitch." First world problem. I'm like, "Girl," and then she just like kind of hit that smirk where she like knew she was being a bitch, but like mm-hmm. didn't really mean it. And yeah. She's like, Ugh. so, anyways. But I went to tell you a story that I didn't tell you last time. Okay. And maybe it happened after we recorded my day's run together, like fucking nobody's business. So basically, there's this guy who comes in who deposits for a business. Okay. Let's say that it's a groomer. So the guy comes in and he deposits for the groomer and he's like fucking chill. He's really cool. Like if he gets there, you know, and someone else shows up right after him and I should be doing his transaction, but like this person seems urgent you know, he usually has a lot to do. Like, yeah. he'll just, like, vibe in his car and wait. And, like, I think usually he has the radio on. Okay. Um, and he's usually eating a bagel. So I call him Bagel Boy, of course. Of course. I don't know Fitting. his fucking name. And, like, I'm not about to ask his name because it's just, like, I'm like, hey, welcome to the bank. How are you? I'll be right with you. You know, have a good day, right? Mm-hmm. And the other day, he, like, was like, thanks, you too. And he winked at me and drove away. <gasps> And I was like, oh, it's like that, Bagel Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so now we're married. Yeah, yeah, okay. Guess I better get the wedding dress, right? So, and like, you know, like he's, you know, like. How old is he, you think? He's like about our age. You know, it's it's not creepy. And I don't know if it was just like a wink and a nod or like a wink, right? And so, of course, like I'm freaking out because I'm like, is that even allowed? Is he allowed to wink at me? This is, am I allowed to accept this wink from this customer? Should he be canceled? Yeah. (laughs) What do we think, internet? So, um, because, you know, there's always like the stereotype of like, you know, the sales representative isn't flirting with you. They're just doing their job, right? Mm -hmm. And like, whatever, like it's a wink, a wink's a wink. He comes in a couple days later, and I'm like, hey, welcome to the bank. How are you? He's like, yeah, I'm good, man. Right? Like, he literally sits in his car and just stares into the distance and, like, eats a bagel like this. And he's, like, in his hoodie. Like, definitely doesn't fit the profile of, like, the shop or, like, the company he deposits uh-huh. for. Like, it doesn't match. So I'm yeah. wondering, like, maybe it's, like, a family members or, like, next door to where he works and they're, like, buddies. Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. But it's none of my business, so, like, I might fucking never know. Well, if he's your husband, you should know, but okay. <laughs> I should know. I should know what my husband does. <laughs> so, I, like, maybe he's, I, I don't fucking know. So, I take his deposits, and, like, I do them, and he's, like, vibing, just staring off, like, his radio's on. He's just staring into the distance, and I go to pass him his receipt, and I'm like, all right, have a good day. And I startled him. 
Because <laughs> he was in his own world. He's in his own world. And he, like, almost choked. <laughs> He's, oh, and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, enjoy. I'm sorry, man. Like, enjoy your bagel. He was like, yeah, let me know if you want one next time. And I was like, oh, of course. And he drove away. And my coworker's like, Lil. Don't be fucking blind. Like, he's hitting on you. And I'm like, I don't know what to do in this situation because I really like my job, but I also like free food. Is he cute? I mean, he's nice looking, yeah, but it's... One to ten. Oh, God, you're going to get me fired. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... That's, that's a good number. Yeah. That's fair. It's, it's, it's a fair number. But it's a tricky one that leaves you in the gray area of, like... Well, do you risk it for the biscuit or like uh, yeah. or the bagel? Well, also, like, you know, I don't think this this isn't clearly is not his business. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering, like, is he, you know, so it's not like he's being nice and about to apply for a loan, which but we're not allowed to do. But don't judge a book by its cover. Maybe he's like one of these people that like, oh God. Maybe he's like one of these people that he just like doesn't dress the way that like he like the job he has. Oh, then maybe uh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's yeah, girl. Coming. There's no way. So, um, <laughs> if only you guys could see behind the scenes. Yeah. So, it, you know, it. I mean, like, you know, he's like a cool guy and everything. And I'm like, yeah, like I totally want a bagel. And I like, you know, if someone comes in, they're like, hey, we want to mortgage our house. Here's a bottle of champagne. That's not allowed. Like, we're not allowed to accept that, yeah. right? But like, you know, the little box of chocolates for Valentine's Day from the sweet, you know, older yeah. lady. Like, of course, like we can take that. Like, mm-hmm. it's a gesture for the holidays. You know, we get holiday, like, business cards, you know, like, that's fine. But if someone's like, here's $1,000, also, you know, close my safety deposit box and don't look in it, like, yeah, we're not allowed to fucking do that. We can't do that shit. So he's like, let me know if you want one next time. I'm like, yeah, I will, ha, ha, ha. And, like, my big thing in working in customer service is knowing every customer, right? Like, I know, you know, Ben from down the street, you Mm -hmm. know, and I know the guy from, like, that's my thing, right? So, of course, he pulls up. A couple days later, I'm in the drive-thru with my coworker who, she gives him one of, like, these waves. Like, like hey. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, where's my bagel? He's like, oh, you can't even tell. I didn't even get one for myself today. I'm like, oh, you're slacking, right? And uh. I just, like, you know, do the transaction. I send him the receipt. Like, have a good day. He was like, what do you, and then he comes, he presses the call teller button. He goes, what do you want on it? And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, what have I gotten uh, myself into here? He so said, what do you want He goes, on what it? do you want on your bagel? I'm like, surprise me. And I just walked out. And then I realized I shouldn't have said that because that makes it sound like, ooh, surprise me. But I really just didn't know what to like, say. no, I don't want a dick print in my bagel. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want your number. I don't I want, want your Instagram. Cheese. Literally just scallion cream cheese and that's <laughs> it. I'm good. Just scallion cream cheese, everything bagel. I'm good to go. Toasted or not? Not too toasted. Okay. Like golden brown. Like a little crunch. But yes. Not, yes. Crunchy, but not chewy, mm-hmm. but not like breaking, like fucking old cement. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm like joking around my coworker. I'm like, yeah, no, like that's never like, yeah, right. He's going to stop and buy his bank teller a bagel. Like what the hell? And she's like, oh, you never know. I'm like, no, I'm just like building this, you know, like customer service, like we have an inside joke, right? Like I have this one guy who uses really nice pens, right? Mm-hmm. His hand, his um, handwriting always comes out really nice. And he owns a business and he's like, oh, they just like, this is the pen company. And he shows up. I'm like, hey, like, where are my pens? Let me, let me do some, like, you know, like it's a thing. It's fun, I'm yeah. trying to have like a, you know, like a joke, like this, but it has gone horribly wrong because. Oh no. Last week. Uh-oh. I'm in the drive-thru. 
and my coworker says, your, your friend's here. And I got a lot of friends at the bank. I got, you know, it could be that sweet old lady. She could have been joking about like your friend, you know, and have it be like Keith, you know, like, I don't know. You who, never know. I don't know who to expect. I will, you know, cause I, I had stepped out to like print something or get a fax. I go back in and it's bagel boy. And I'm like, I, I come over the mic. I'm, he's in the first lane. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? And he's like, good. And he like holds up one finger and he ruffles through his seat. Rebecca, he had a bagel for me. <gasps> oh, so he said he wants twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know your name. And I'm, nev- I'm never asking his name. Because I don't want him to think. You're at the point of no return. You can't ask. Like, you guys could actually be on 10 dates at this point, And you still can't ask. Like, it's it's too far gone. Like, you can't I, ask I for just, this guy's name. I, I really... I, of course, I, like, took the bagel. Because, like, hello, free food. Was a good bagel. And it was... I'm not about to, like, send it back. Because, like, this is a recurring customer. Yeah. You know? So, I just, like... I took the bagel. I was like, oh, thanks. You know? And I just, like, left. I was like... I said to my coworker, I'm like, I'm not going to do his transaction. I'm not getting fired for accepting something and then doing a transaction. Like, that's not happening. She's like, literally relax. Like, it's a bagel. Like, we have customers order us pizzas. And I'm like, I don't care. I want nothing to do with this. So I take my bagel. I put it in the break room. And I just, like, stand behind the wall so he can't see me. Oh, my gosh. I have not seen him since. Mostly because, like, I just, you know, I've either not been in the drive-thru. He comes to the drive-thru. Or just I haven't been working. And I'm really hoping to keep it that way. Because I'm terrified that my boss is going to find out I got this bagel from this customer after joking around and they're going to think I'm taking bribes. But the, the, see, I wouldn't be concerned about that, especially because it seems like your boss from in the past is already like cool, you mm-hmm. know, like it's not like you're taking monetary. Like, it's no, yeah, dollar. no. I'm assuming the bagel on the higher side was 250 Oh yeah. It, we, we work, you know, like. There, I mean, it's New Jersey. There's tons of bagel places. It could have been, honestly, there are three bagel places near where I work. Yeah. So it could have been from any of them. And you're right, like $2.50. And, you know, she had, you know, like, we have customers that come in, you know, like, around the holidays, they would come in with, like, a platter of cookies or, you know, something. So I know it's just, like, a token of appreciation, but I'm really... This could also be a start to a beautiful love story, Lily. Unless I... Do not be your own (laughs) cock block. (laughs) We're not allowed to have contact with customers. So even if, like, let's say, like, he slipped his number in that thing, like, that number's going in the shredder. Mm. I'm sorry, but I'm not losing my fucking job for... What you do is you punch out, take it, then punch <laughs> back in, because it's not on company time once you punch out. It's fair, he's fair game. You have to be like, hold on one second. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, we'll take, boop, 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 boop. All right, I was, back I on was, company time. I was terrified there was going to be, like, a note or, like, anything. And it was just a bagel. So I did actually have a big sigh of relief. And, okay. and like, I'm just, I literally was like, this is one for the podcast. Like, this is a plot line for the podcast because we've got Keith, we've got Meredith, now we've got Bagel Boy in the works. Yeah. And, like, I just thought he was a nice guy. Who needs the show at the office when you've got the bank? <laughs> Lily, this is a new 2021 Netflix show since they took the office <laughs> off of Netflix. The bank! Just so much shit goes on at the bank. But and you would totally break the fourth wall every other scene. I would be the one who's just like... Literally. Yeah. I mean, listen, I would just like to state for legal reasons that there has been no contact with this customer. I do not know his name. Um, 
I do not know really anything about him. I do not know how old this man is. I, I did see like a graduation tassel of some sort. Did not see the year. I did not see the year. Okay. I did not note the color. Because um, uh, I don't really like look in customers' cars, but yeah. it was, I noticed that there was something different. Mm-hmm. At, you know, so it's, I, I really know nothing except for that he deposits for a certain business. I do not care to know anymore. <laughs> I, I truly do not. Okay, will it change if you find out he is the owner of this business? Absolutely. <laughs> but not... Yeah, no. If I find out he owns this business, I'm never doing his transactions again. <laughs> Fuck that. I like my job. Fuck, I love my job. I'm not doing shit. I, I, I'm not even... I might never look at the man again. I would duck down... I would duck and cover. Especially if he comes into the inside the lobby, and I'm like, "Oh shit, Mister!" But there's no way he owns this business. I'm telling you. Anyways, so that was a good first half hour of this episode. Just me. so I'm gonna pull Lily and say, <laughs> and that's that on that. <laughs> do you, Lily? Do you have no idea how often in the past week alone I've said, "And that's that on that." <laughs> no. Today's interview I had, I said to the guy that was interviewing me, "That's that on that." <laughs> yes. And he actually laughed, and I was like. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that could have went so bad. It sounded so casual in the super professional interview. But anyway. so And um, that's that on that. Like, I might lose. Like, uh, like, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm smelling new merch. That's that on that. <laughs> yes! I, I can't, love that. I can't copyright it, though, because I did hear it, I think, on Twitter. So. Uh, okay. But, but, you know. Find the person's username. Give them credit. Honestly. Send them a shirt. We'll, we'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Send so, them a bagel. <laughs> send them a bagel. I was terrified it was going to be like, you know, like, oh, let, you know, like, I was terrified that he was going to, like, give me this bagel and then say, oh, we have, like, an overdraft fee. Can you reverse it? You know? Because, like, first of all, no. (laughs) No. Thanks for the bagel, man, but no. Just write on the bagel, no. (laughs) You spell it in cream. (laughs) Take the cream cheese off the bagel in the window. No! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. Oh, um, so, yeah, before we get started and we talk about the topic and, like, why we're doing the show, um, I do want to say it's really important if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, to continue rating and reviewing us five stars. Yes. And also just posting a review of how much you love us. Maybe you love the banter. Maybe if you don't love the banter. Uh, Still rate us five stars yeah, for effort. Yeah, tell us how awesome we are. Yeah, um, tell us what else you like about us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even if you have to lie about it, it's fine. Yeah, you for, can lie to me. I'm stupid. I cool. believe you. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Lily has this great voice. It's not shrill at all. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's true fact. Honestly, you have a great <laughs> podcast voice. And let's I not think you break do, the too. Thank you. I think you do, too. I hate I, my voice, personally. Really? I, I can't listen back on things. I, I can't either. I listen to it during editing, and that's I it. really think I sound like fucking, you know Peter Brady in the episode where his voice changes? Yes. And he's like, Hi, kids. Like that's 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 how I hear myself. No, I literally I think you have a great on camera voice. I literally you'll be like, "Hey, it's your girl Rebecca and Lily." <laughs> it's really some weird shit going on behind the scenes of just cooling. Does that really surprise any of you that have been listening for almost 2 years now? <laughs> yeah. How crazy is it 2 years? That's fucking bananas. I, I, I was yeah. thinking about it because we started late April, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was when I came back from Fort Lauderdale in 2019. So yeah, that's insane. And look at how far we've come. Yeah. Also, our uh, impact is spreading because I found from last year. Oh God! Because <laughs> I'm a mess. 
something I got for Rebecca when I was in yes. Disney, and it was a pin that has the word Ghoul Girls on it. And I'm like, okay, they heard about ghoulie things. Like, that's it. We made it. Yeah, it was totally not there before us. Uh, what? No, no, no way. They yeah. No, Disney, please. I mean, you've probably never heard of them. We'll be posting on our Instagram story and probably on our Instagram yeah, page. Yeah, uh, yeah. At Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. So, um, that's that on that. Yes, <laughs> let's get to the actual root of the fucking show. Okay, so Lily is going to be taking away the show for the most part because she has all the, like, juicy information on this topic. Mm-hmm. If for a change. <laughs> no, you have you always have really good information. So uh, we're going to go back to a previous topic we talked about in 2019, the start of Just Ghoulie Things, and that is black-eyed kids. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to... <laughs> that was very scooby That, was, really that was great. If you haven't listened to our first episode of Black-Eyed Kids, um, definitely go back into our archives back in 2019. Uh, I don't remember the title. I probably should have looked it up was B-E-K, more like WTF. And oh I Oh my gosh, yes, Lily. And I think I'm the one responsible for that title. You were responsible for 99.9% of these titles. How about last week's episode, Oats, Wheaties, and Other Cereals? That was a hit. That was iconic. I, that someone was commented, I, I was like, okay. That was a Racing thoughts come in handy sometimes. Love it. So yeah, so we're going to be talking about um, the Black Eyed Kids Part two and it's Electric be... Boogaloo. <laughs> you never. What the fuck? There's this movie from like the seventies or eighties called like Break Into Electric Boogaloo, and that's why whenever someone like redoes something, they'll be like, "Oh, um, applying for credit card two, Electric Boogaloo." Never. Heard um, of it. You know. Oh, um, Fashion Week two, Electric Boogaloo, and it's just like this garbage movie. Like it's uh, so bad, but so good. But There's, it's good to watch probably when you're like drunk or something. Like, Guys, let's go. My dad watches it to unwind because it's so, I mean, there's some real talent in there. There's like these, it's about like these, I don't know the plot plot, but there's like all this dancing and it's really well done. The choreography is great, but the story, no clue. I don't know what's happening. It's mindless entertainment. Yeah, it's, there's a character in there called Boogaloo Shrimp. And so there's break in and then there's break into electric Boogaloo. So this is Black Eyed Kids 2, electric Spookaloo, electric Spookaloo. All right, so that's our title. There you we go. got it. All right, uh, so without further ado, Lily, do you want to get started? Sure. All right, I pulled up your information. All right, so we're going to start with just kind of a, an overview from Wikipedia. So black-eyed children or black-eyed kids are an American contemporary legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16 with pale skin and black eyes who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. So a bit of the history on black-eyed children is while tabloid coverage of these creatures has claimed that tales of black-eyed children have existed since the 1980s, most sources indicate that the legend originated from 1996 postings written by Texas reporter Brian Bethel on a, quote, ghost-related mailing list relating to alleged encounters with, quote, black-eyed kids. And I'll go more into that later. Amazing. So... Bethel describes encountering two such children in Abilene, Texas, and a second, and that a second person had a similar unrelated encounter in Portland, Oregon. So Bethel's stories have become regarded as classic examples of creepypasta mm-hmm. and gained such popularity that he published an FAQ, quote, just to keep up with demand for more about the new urban legend, end quote. 
In 2012, Brian told his story on reality TV series Monsters and Mysteries in America. That's a good show. I've never seen it. It's a good show, yeah. He wrote a follow-up article for the Abilene Reporter News describing his experience and maintaining his belief that it was legitimate. In 2012, the horror film Black Eyed Kids was produced with Kickstarter funding. Its director commenting that the creepy children were, quote, an urban legend that's been floating around on the internet for years now. I always thought it was fascinating. A 2013 episode of of MSN's Weekly Strange that featured reports of black-eyed children is thought to have helped spread the legend on the internet. During one week in September 2014, the British tabloid Daily Star ran three sensationalistic front, I love that word, front page stories about alleged sightings of black-eyed children. uh, Connected to the sale of a supposedly haunted pub in Staffordshire. Uh, The paper claimed a, quote, shock rise in sightings around the world. Alleged sightings are taken seriously by ghost hunters, some of whom believe black-eyed children are extraterrestrials, vampires, or ghosts. Science writer Sharon A. Hill was unable to find any documentation of black-eyed child encounters, concluding that the tales are passed on as, quote, friend-of-a-friend ghost stories. Mm. Hill considers the legend to resemble... The, quote, typical spooky folklore stories, such as the Phantom Black Dog, where the subject is not supernatural, and there may never be an original encounter. Snopes also lists this phenomenon as being a legend. It's a great legend, though. Yeah, so, so far... The concept's so creepy. Yeah. I mean, children are scary enough. Oh, a thousand percent. Black eyes. Throw some black eyes on them? Fucking punting them across the field. (laughs) I was watching. It's so crazy that... (laughs) I'm sorry. They're fucking getting yeeted across. I like that they're already in a field. Like you're the fucking child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bear. Oh, come on, children. See yourself into my white van. There are fields ahead. What kind of fucking kid is excited to go to a field? I sure as hell have never been excited for a field, lest it be a field trip. Oh my god! Depending on what the field trip is, I've been fortunate enough that most of my field trips were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I've heard some horror stories of field trips. Okay, I did have a weird field trip. I was actually reliving the other day, explaining. To, I wasn't reliving it. I explained it to my mom. It was my first time, I think, ever going into like a junior high or like a high school. And I just remembered it wasn't the high school in my town. Mm-hmm. We went a couple towns over. It felt like hours away. It literally felt like I was just like on Mars, like planet Earth was no longer in the picture. I was explaining it to my mom. I was, I must have been in kindergarten at the school, just like around the corner from my house. And they like loaded us up on a bus, a whole ass school bus, and just took us to a different school. And I was really confused. And I don't know if it was like to save money or like they needed bigger facilities. I don't even remember what the hell this assembly was about. They disguised it as a field trip, but we really must've only gone like a town or two over. Cause I explained it to my mom. She was like, I would have remembered like a long field trip for five-year-old children. Yeah. I was like, mom, this place was so weird. I walked in and it was dark and there was like carpeting on the floor and like garbage in the hallways and like lockers and I wasn't used to that. My mom's like, yeah, you you were in a high school. <laughs> and I'm like, what? 
She's like, yeah, like, I think you must have gone to one of the neighboring towns, like, bigger schools for mm-hmm. a larger assembly because everything in my town, as you know from your small yes. town, like, is so small, you get sometimes, like, you outsource other schools Thousand for percent. your shit. This was probably one of those cases. But I remember feeling like I was, like, in bumfuck New Jersey. Like, I didn't know where I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. But there were, like, water bottles on the floor. I'm like, someone picked these water bottles on the floor. Like, what? Like, why is there carpeting like shouldn't the surfaces be smooth so you can clean off like vomit because i'm five and that's all i do when you're younger things look so much bigger things take so much longer to get to i remember as you're older i remember looking up at a lock on a locker thinking how do you do that shit like and now it's like you have to look down at it it's nuts yeah and it also proves that you know don't put all your fucking you know money into these bullshit assemblies because all i remember from that assembly is just like a garbage high school and trauma yeah yeah that's cool so anyways, so I found this from a small website. Um, I'll, I'll put the link in the group, I promise. I'll text you. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> so every Halloween, Tex- and this is just a little more on the history of it in Texas, of its awesome. like kind of roots okay. in Texas. So every Halloween, Texans get ready for trick-or-treaters by stocking up on candy, setting out pumpkins, and touching up the Halloween decorations. But if you've heard the stories of one terrifying folk phenomenon, you may be wary of certain trick-or-treaters, the black-eyed kids. (laughs) There are dozens of stories circulating, each of them separate instances, and not just occurring on Halloween, but all of them follow a very similar pattern. Kids with completely blacked-out eyes arrive at someone's home or vehicle, knock on the door, and then insist upon being let inside. Anyone who encounters them must almost, almost, sorry, anyone who encounters them almost immediately begins to feel an overwhelming sense of dread. Besides blacked out eyes, these children, again, usually between the ages of six and 16, typically appear normal. Sometimes their clothing is outdated. In extremely unusual instances, people have reported talon-like feet. Uh, how do you see their feet? I mean, Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Oh my god, I need I, well, I need to rewatch that. You need to. There are some gems that you're telling me, and I forget that they're in the show. He's on Movie. the he's working on the farm, trying to make money, and like they all they eat are like f- sandwiches with flies on them, and they just like drink egg yolks, and they're talking about chickens. I just remember Tina, you fat lord. Tina, you fat lord, come get some dinner. And then oh. later on, it's Tina, come get some ham. <laughs> <laughs> no one says Tina, come get some ham. Because Tina, you fat lard is just better. That's yeah. what I respond to, actually. That's what my bosses call me. That's your love language. That's my my love language is <laughs> Tina, you fat lard. Come get <laughs> Tina, you fat lard. Come get some ghost stories. <laughs> come get some Reddit stories. We need to make that an episode one of these days. You know what? We will. Anyways, um, let's see. Where were we? Talons. Yes. Overall, though, they just look like normal kids. In a way, that's what is scariest about them. And I agree. Like we said, children are scary enough. Now you add out the blackout eyes and to quote Rebecca in so many words, they're getting punted across the field. Mm. Verbatim. (laughs) Rebecca just did kind of like a mic drop nod to you. (laughs) Retweet, Lil. So while it might not be the earliest sighting of all time, the earliest reporting sighting was in 1996 by Brian Bethel, a journalist from Abilene, Texas. In Bethel's report, he describes a late evening out in his vehicle. He had stopped in a parking lot near a movie theater to write a check. He was so absorbed in this that he didn't notice two young boys approach his car. He didn't notice until the older boy tapped the driver's side window. Uh. (laughs) Bethel 
rolled down his window and noted immediately a, quote, soul-wracking fear, though he couldn't understand why. The older boy said that he and his brother wanted to catch a movie but had forgotten their money at home. Could Bethel give them a ride? They assured him that it wouldn't take long. They were just two kids and that they didn't have a gun. I fucking love Texas, man. I was going to say, that is the most Texas thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Can I get a ride home? I don't have a gun. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was one of your best accents. <laughs> My te- I actually met a guy from Texas, and he was really great. His name was Pat. And he said to me, he was like, Lil, because, you know, he was like, you need to work on yourself. And I'm like, you're right, Pat. And he goes, no, like, I, was, I saw something that... When you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror, you just got to check yourself out and go, you all right. <laughs> and whenever we walk by Unspired. each other, we go, you, we do like a wink and a point and we go, you all right. Southern people just have that, those words of wisdom that really oh my God. get you going. My dad was talking about some client he, used, he had at one point who was in the South and he had like this long name. And my dad, and I don't fucking remember it. He goes, and, I, and my dad said to him, um, you know, I don't know, Brett, is that really how you're going to introduce yourself? And he goes, nah, Mike. In the South, we go, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, how y'all doing? <laughs> oh, my God. I love like, it. I want to go to Southern Court so bad. Let's do it. Let's do a Just Bully Things tour and go to a Texas court. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, how y'all doing? <laughs> He's not guilty. <laughs> yeah, we need to protect that man. At Anyone all who, yeah. So, let me see. Um, yeah, so anyway, so they don't have a gun. Bethel found the assurances unnerving. And, <laughs> yeah, and uh, some ASMR. Yes. Sponsors Pepsi. Or Diet or Coke. Coke. Wait, this is a big moment. This is a big, we gotta get a. Do you hear the fizz? I hope we, I hope we catch the fizz on the audio. <laughs> I hope so. We just had two competing brands. We did. That's why I took a picture. See, I'm usually I'm with the Bud Light sign here. Um, I usually am Team Coke, but Pepsi was on sale. So well, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I had gotta the Super Bowl. Got to finish it. Save up. those those beans. Mm-mm. So, um, yeah, and you know what? This is interesting. I was watching Forensic Files this morning, mm-hmm. and there was this guy who, you know, like committed a murder and you know sexually assaulted a woman. Regular Forensic Files shit. Yeah set the house on fire, and then took the computer tower. And I'm like, that's the biggest thing to show the cops that there's something on the computer. Yeah. Leaving the computer behind is like, oh, don't worry about it. But that's saying, hey, 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 look here. See something missing? It's not that. But if he was burning the house on fire, I'm assuming he just wanted to take it and then have them assume that it was just burned in the fire. Well, here's what's fucked up. He left the house on fire and was walking to his car, saw someone call 911 for the fire, hung up his phone, and killed him. Because <gasps> he was a witness. Ah, Wrong place, wrong time. Honestly. That sucks. I, and I'm like, this poor guy literally got this shot. Nice. He's on the phone with 911. He's like, yeah, there's a fire. I don't know if it's anything, but it doesn't look good. Me? And you hear, you hear him talk to him. <gasps> the call's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, is there a fire in there? What's going on there? Silence. Stop. And you hear, they, they play the 911 calls on Forensic Files because you just, like, need to be exposed to everything. Yeah. And the the 911 operator's like, hello? Chills. Hello? And you, like, hear his last words. How fucking insane so is that? Up. What would your last words be if you had a choice? I had a choice. 
Oh my gosh. I guess, you know what? I can't answer because it's so situational. Like, depends on, like, if I'm going to die in, like, a funny You're like, way, yeah. I, have to, I have to end on, like, a funny note. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, maybe, like, the Holy Grail is. And then oh, yeah. Just, the treasure is. My, yeah. Mine would be, have you seen that vine where... Uh, and then everyone dies like, what was the last thing on her mind? Which vine was which it? vine? That is a very, that is the Holy Grail, really. True. That is. When you Grail. find a good vine compilation online and it's just like a good one after a good one after a good one. That's a good dose of serotonin right there. Yeah, that's, you that know, vi- right vines that fucking but- artery. <laughs> just fucking it's shoot switched. me up with it. Put a tourniquet on my arm and just fucking inject me. Inject me with, with vines. vine compilations. <laughs> Honestly, that's all the serotonin you need. So. Back to just guns. So, yeah, we don't have a gun. So he found these assurances unnerving and noted that the last showing of the film they wanted to see had already started and would be nearly over by the time he could drive them anywhere and get back. In his recount of the incident, he stated that when he broke eye contact with them, his fear became all-encompassing. And it wasn't until he broke eye contact with them, their eyes became completely blacked out. The older boy began to get frustrated when Bethel made excuses for not giving them a ride and said that they couldn't get into the car unless Bethel said it was okay. After that, Bethel tore out of the parking lot. To this day, he still stands by his story. Mm. Um, It's easy to disbelieve Bethel's story. The internet has made growing new legends relatively easy with sites like Creepypasta and the subreddit No Sleep, both full of stories about black-eyed kids. However... Bethel's story predates those websites, and it wasn't until his story became more widely known that lots of folks came forward with their own black-eyed kid encounters. And this kind of goes back to what we were saying about, you know, back in, like, old, old, old times when we do this history of, like, yetis and the boogeyman and all that shit, right? Like, how, you know, are they finding shit in, you know, India and also in Egypt and in Norway and North America, and South America, mm-hmm. all at the same time, and yeah. Australia, New Zealand, right? Like, and this kind of plays into that. Like, where would this guy get his idea, you know, and send it out just, like, on a mailing list for people who like spooky, kooky, kooky stories, and then, like, you know, 20 years later, you know, 15, 20 years later, people are posting them online, and he's like, hey, look at this. Yeah. So. He had receipts. Yeah, exactly. Gotta have receipts. So. Let me see. Let's 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 see. I lost my place. Uh, forward, they're all okay. Some of them take place in Texas. There's a couple stories dating back to 1974 and 1950 in other countries. Wow. They became such a popular phenomenon, whether they're real or purely web-based, that a movie came out about them in 2015. Now, supposedly, the kids are more likely to approach people who already know about them. So mm-hmm. on Halloween, as the trick-or-treaters wander by your doorways, keep an eye out for soulless black eyes that and that feeling of dread. I guess my ex is going trick-or-treating. I don't know. Oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something else mean, but I don't want to. <laughs> I want to Are you going to say it? <laughs> Are you going to say it? I'm going to say it. Can you edit it out? <laughs> I'm going to pause this and then you can tell me. That was a good one. That was one. a good one, that right? Was a really good one. So anyways... And we have one more kind of explanation, and this one goes a little more in depth and is a little more like, I, when I read this, like the, I read the Wikipedia one and I'm like, that's like the good straight breakdown. And this one kind of like creeps you out while giving information. So, right, let's hear it. <clears throat> this was from, I think like PBS.com or like some like local news source. So okay. they might knock on your door on a late wintry night. 
You may see them approaching your car while you are waiting at the signal or gas station. It might seem like they need help, or they might just stand still for no reason. These children do not look threatening. First of all, they never do. Never. Um, they would want to get in your house or your car. They will be persistent. Suddenly, you will notice something is not right about these children. Their eyes... I know, Loki! It's scary. Their eyes, pure black from lid to lid, dead black orbs devoid of sclera or iris will chill up your spine. You have finally come across the black-eyed children. The organ. <laughs> Hit the organ! Um, black-eyed children or black-eyed kids is an urban legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children, again, between the ages of 6 and 16. So a dozen of stories keep circulating, all following a very similar pattern. The kids with eyes completely blacked out, appear at people's home or vehicle. They knock on the door and they insist upon coming inside. Anyone who encountered them has almost immediately felt an overwhelming sense of dread. So that's also important to know that it wasn't just this one guy seeing them for the first time. It's part of the process of meeting a black-eyed kid that you feel dread. Mm. Again, happens with regular-eyed kids too. <laughs> um, just kidding. I love, I actually love, I like low-key love kids. Just as like the really, yours. yeah, yeah, exactly. I like other people's kids. Because you can just give them back. And especially when them. they're quiet. You know what yes. I mean? Like, they're like, they're like these adorable kids. There's a couple families who come into the restaurant. And I like literally, before COVID, would like hold the daughter's hand while I walked her to her table. Oh. I'd be like, here you go, sweetie. You know, and like, sh- shout out to them. They're the OGs. But not, you know, ones that I have to deal with 24 7. So, um,. Anyway, so, and then we (laughs) go to, yeah, these children, again, typically appear normal and their attire might be outdated, but in extremely unusual instances, people have reported encountering creatures with talon-like feet. No one knows where or how these creatures pop up. Conspiracy theorists believe that black-eyed children are aliens trying to reach out to their earth. Demonologists believe that they are children of the devil himself, and if you let them in, you are allowing the devil to enter your life. Again, I didn't know my ex was out and about. (laughs) They want to enter your home to call their parents. However, upon making eye contact, it seems there is a much sinister plot to the story. Some people claim that these children have existed since the 1980s. However, most sources say that the legend did originate in 1996 in posts written by a Texas reporter named Brian Bethel. Brian Bethel seems to kind of be like the catalyst to this widespread uh, phenomenon of black-eyed kids. Exactly. Kind of like, it's like, like his claim to fame, yeah. kind of. Yeah. So um, scroll down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So one of the stories goes like this. In the snowy town within the middle of nowhere in Vermont, an elderly couple heard the sound of three loud knocks on their door. They opened the door and saw two two children, a boy and a girl. Quote, parents will be here soon. May we come in? The children did not make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while, they let the boy and girl inside. Uh, Big mistake! I remember this story from our last episode. The kids settled on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa and the husband asked them questions that went unanswered. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry with the children. Quote, may we please use the restroom? The wife looked at the kids and she finally saw them. And the children's eyes were as black as a starless universe. She directed them 
to the bathroom and returned to her husband who was covering his face with his hand. Did you see their eyes? The husband then showed her his hand full of blood from a nosebleed. The power suddenly went out and the house turned as dark as the kid's eyes. The wife headed to the restroom and was confronted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall uttering, our parents are here. The kids then, oh my God, I have a, like a 40 minute car ride fucking alone. In the dark. In the dark. Um, yeah, set the couch up for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Um, our parents are here. The kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife then noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway. The men were very, I remember this. The men were very tall and slender. The wife waved, but did not receive the same friendly gesture. Gesture. The two men and children drove away together in one car. The power then came back on a little later after the kids left. Throughout the next week, weird things happened in the house. Three out of four cats went missing, and the fourth had been found dead in the pool of its own blood. The husband continued to have nosebleeds and finally went to the doctor, where he was diagnosed with very aggressive skin cancer. This legend even crossed the bodies of water and landed in the great land of the U.K., where in 2014, the Daily Star wrote three front-page stories about sightings of black-eyed children in the haunted pub in Staffordshire. Ghost hunters who believed that the black-eyed children were extraterrestrials, vampires, or ghosts took these alleged sightings very seriously. Nowadays, people still claim to see the black-eyed children when driving late at night down an empty road. Of course. Or outside of their window late at night. Or even lurking in the shadows of their room. Many people have reported seeing the black-eyed children standing in the corner of their room during their episodes of sleep paralysis or even waking up in the middle of the night because they sensed someone was watching them and in the shadows were these children. So I'm sensing, this is my theory, that if these are kind of like extraterrestrial supernatural beings, they go hand in hand with these adult shadow figures, like these shadow people that we see because we see shadow people during our sleep paralysis bouts, mm-hmm. um, it seems like these kind of shadow people that picked up these kids in this Vermont account were connected to these black-eyed kids. I just, yeah. I feel like there's just some sort of connection. It's kind of some intuition I'm getting. What I like about this story with the old couple and the kids is like it's a reverse Hansel and Gretel. Like, you remember, they get taken in by the old lady who's actually a witch and tries to eat them. Mm -hmm. Now you've got, like, the older couple, and the kids are like, yes, we are children! And then Mm -hmm. they got, like, the black fucking eyes, and you're like, no, you're not. Who sent you? And now you have a cat dead and a guy with skin cancer. So that sucks. And three cats missing. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Where did they go? Yeah, so that's kind of, like, the introduction to Encounters. And Rebecca, you have some stories. Yeah, you came in hot with those. Good job with the research, Lily. Thank you. That was a lot of information i know well that's why i texted you i was like i got more information than i thought and that's, that's awesome but i was only 10 minutes late today after researching proud of you. i got caught on the highway behind a car that still had ice on its windshield i love that i tried to take I a love that. i tried to take a picture like it hasn't even at snowed a, today at so a stop why? how did they even and let me see if you can kind of see, like, do you see that right there? Yeah. Like, that squiggly they just line? I don't care. This, this man. Who needs to see out the back of their window, right? No, that was the front. It was the oh, front the fr- windshield. Oh, yes. The oh. front windshield had ice on it. And I'm like, sir. Like, luckily, I had a stop sign because I was getting onto the highway. Yeah. And I stopped and I just, like, snapped a picture. And I'm like, 
Because this guy was driving really weird. Like, he was... Yeah, because he couldn't fucking see. Well, you know how, like, almost every time you get onto a highway, there's, like, three turns, and it's, like, you know, highway here, side road here, yeah. exit to other main road here, right? And he just, like, kind of pulled up to the, like, two ways. Like, one way is, like, another road, and the other way is to the highway. And he just, like, pulled, like, was going just straight for the median. And I'm like, this guy's gonna fucking die. Yeah. And he made the right, and I got closer up to him on the ramp to enter on, and I saw that he had just, like, a windshield full of ice. And I'm like, what the this fuck? Guy care. This man does not care. Got places to be. Or or he's leaving a place that he shouldn't have been. Maybe I should have called the police. Oh, well. Well, I got a, the license. Should have, would have, could Well, I got the license number in the picture. That you know, if they say, oh, we need a car, you know, like a whatever type of car that was. Well, no. that's that on that. That's <laughs> that on that, Rebecca. Read us some encounters. Okay. So my first one is titled, Possible BEK Child Encounter in Mexico. I want to share my story here now that I know that this group exists online. This happened almost eight years ago. I live in the north part of Mexico. I went to pet my dog, who's a Siberian Husky, um, and brought him to my front yard at 2 to 3 a.m. And I was also checking my cell phone in a bench next to him when suddenly I see a kid with a cane outside the fence walking up to us. Nothing wrong with a cane because I was walking with a cane the other day. You were. That will be on our Instagram story. We'll put that as part of like our episode announcement. Yes. We'll leave it at the end so you have a little treat. Yeah. Um, So follow us on Instagram (laughs) at... Just Goalie Things Podcast. So anyway, this this kid with the cane screams Mm -hmm. and when he sees my dog and immediately asks me if it was a wolf. Which I answer without looking at him directly saying, no, it's a husky. I felt so confused. Like, what the fuck is a kid doing out <laughs> at 3 a.m.? And why does he have a cane? I assumed he was blind or something because he seemed to have black sunglasses. Okay. This was really odd. So I started to feel danger all of a sudden come oh, over me. Oh, there it is! And for some reason, I never looked at him directly. I started ignoring him, keeping my eyes on my cell phone. And then... He does the weirdest scream ever. Like, it sounded like some kind of malfunctioning computer slash machine as he, quote, screamed. <laughs> I saw in the street a light, a bright light. It was a truck speeding up like crazy. Looked kind of like one of those old Chevy pickups. And the truck passes by. The scream stops. And then the kid just disappears in thin air before me. That's what I like. I re- <laughs> Yeah, I reacted and quickly opened the fence to check outside and could not see any trace of the kid or that truck. Fuck no. It was worth mentioning, too, that he was wearing old clothes, like from another time period. The brief conversation was in Spanish, and I never saw him directly in the eyes or face. Looking from the corner of my eye, I was sure he was wearing some kind of black sunglasses. After investigating on the internet, I've come to the conclusion that they were most likely his eyes. Never heard of black-eyed kids before this happened to me. Holy shit. So, okay. This is very interesting that you brought up the information that a lot of these stories started in Texas because this story happened in Mexico. Northern and Northern Mexico. That's closer to Texas than Southern Mexico. Exactly. So now I'm starting to see there's like a little bit of connection, like geographic. It could be region. No. You know, but then no. how did they get up to, maybe they terrorized their way like up to Vermont. Yeah. And they're like, know. yeah, like B-E-K, you know, headed well, to Vermont. Well, they're asking for rides from so many people. Clearly oh! they hitchhiked their way up oh there. Oh my yeah. God, genius. So my next story is titled, I Almost Pissed Myself. Same. So when I was like 13, my mom and her boyfriend had to go to the hospital and no one would be able to get my brother to the bus stop the next morning because they had to stay overnight. So I got to miss school the next day to take care of my brother or to no. take my brother. After I made sure my brother got on the bus and stuff, I went home and cleaned and did random stuff a 13-year-old kid did. 
Wait, I love that they get to miss the whole fucking day. Like, if if that was their brother off, if that was my brother taking care of me, my mom would be like, okay, you're going to drop your sister off. And then you're going to go to school second period through seventh period, eighth period. You're coming home to pick her up. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. Well, I guess these are cool parents. Well, you know what? I'd rather have, I'm sure that, you know, like my brother, you know, and and your sibling, if you had one, would much rather, you know, miss a day, like go to school for six periods instead of eight. Yeah. Than having a BEK encounter. That is very true. I feel like, you know what? Kind of weigh the privilege Mm -hmm, there. mm -hmm. So it was around 1145 when there was a knock on my door. Thinking it was the mailman or a neighbor or something, I opened the door and said hello. There was this kid at my door. He couldn't have been much older than me at the time, but he had bangs that were covering his eyes, which I found weird because it was like 107 degrees out. So this kid was super still. Like, I thought one of my friends put a mannequin there (laughs) or something. But then it spoke. Ooh, choice of words. It sounded like a fucking robot or something. It was like it was programmed to say this. Quote, my mother said to ask someone for a phone and fear that I get lost. Do you have a phone? He said like some fucking 1950s kid. Honestly. At this point, I was shitting my pants because one, I'm a 13-year-old girl and this older boy dressed like a burglar was at my door with his face half covered. Two, for some reason, I just couldn't look away. I felt like if I moved or said anything other than yes, then I'd explode. There's that feeling of terror. And three, I saw two other boys around the same age standing in my driveway dressed the exact way the one in front of me was. Baggy jeans, dark hoodie, and scuffed up vans. So I started to stutter and shake my head. It was the only thing I could do. I finally got out a no and then started to close the door. But the fucking bastard put his foot in the way. (laughs) And the two others started walking up. (gasps) And I was going, hell no. I grabbed the bat by the door and threatened him. If you don't leave right now, I'll fucking kick your ass and call the cops, I shouted loud enough. Yes! So at least one of my neighbors could hear, I hoped. Obviously not my exact words. This was so long ago, I just shouted anything to get them away. Now, I was a short girl with a fucking SpongeBob SquarePants pajama pants on. (laughs) I was in no way threatening. But then, the fucker moved his feet and stepped back into the middle of the other two, perfectly aligned. Then the far right one said in the exact same tone and his voice as the first, quote, I'm sorry to bother you. I'll just come again later and ask. (laughs) I fucking hate this. Internally, I was planning my funeral. Just as I was about to close the door, the first one smiled, looked up, and there were fucking black fucking eyes. I hate that. The other two looked, did the same, and I was like, nope, and then slammed the door shut, then called my neighbor, who was this big-ass 20-something-year-old dude. He ran over and looked for them all over my house, but he said they were gone. When I told my mom all this, she didn't believe me and said I was lying. Said me, the girl with absolute no social life and is afraid of her own shadow, was lying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly. The end. That's fucked up. That's terrifying. I like the, I'll just come back later and ask. Bitch, you think the answer's going to change? You weren't allowed at 1145. You're not going to be allowed at 4. But it is scary because now, at that point, she saw their eyes. And from what I've seen of other encounters, and I think we touched upon this in the last episode, Something about seeing them in the eyes, they kind of like, I guess, kind of take a hold of you and like yeah. manipulate the way you think. Yeah. So maybe you thought, okay, she saw my eyes. I'm going to come back later and her mind is going to be changed. Oh. So I don't know. I guess. So All I know horrible. is I have to walk to my car after this. And I'm I'll gonna, watch you from afar. Please do. If I see anybody outside, I will yell and let you know. I don't trust you though not to be like, Lily, look! <laughs> and, and then, look, a little kid. Uh, oh my God. I'm 
so scared. I might have to take like Loki with me to my car, and I'll put him in the back seat. Loki's just gonna want to get petted by them. What do you? Oh like, my god, that's he's so gonna true. run towards them to say hi. I'm. Oh god, sleeping at my parents tonight. <laughs> what a surprise! I've got a huge. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> do you even have your own place? At this I point? do. I, I, I have an apartment. I just fake news. No, <laughs> I do. I have my own place where I live virtually by myself. I just can't seem to get back for more than one night because <laughs> life happens. It's like, oh, snowstorm, and you'll need to get out for work? Use the garage at your parents' house. What's that? You're back home literally one night? Oh, you hurt your knee, and you, now you can't walk. Like, the life of Lily. Come on, people. There's photographic evidence of all this, too. Okay, so this is my last story. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this is I titled... need to B-E-K my way back into my apartment. <laughs> That's yeah. what I need to do. Yeah, stare into your roommate souls. Well, I'm they, coming back in forever. They'd be like, yeah, we'd like to see it, Lil. Your bread's moldy again. <laughs> Clean your fucking bread out of the pantry next time you disappear. Okay. My last story is titled, My wife said that I should get this experience off my chest. Yes, you should. I have spent decades in the military intelligence community, so I don't want to put out too much information about myself on a public forum. However, I'm curious as to any other experiences overlapping my own. We lived off base in this rundown community that looks like any other rundown community you find anywhere else next to a military installation. The apartment complex itself was nice by the standards of the rest of the buildings in our area. At 30, I guess it's like 12.30 on a Friday morning, I was woken up by a series of knocks on my heavy wooden door. I have a rule. One series of knocks is just people messing with my na- people messing with the neighbors, but if they really need something, they'll knock twice. Smart. Yep. There came the second series of knocks. I expected it to be someone from work trying to get a hold of me and my cell phone had died. It had happened before. I opened the door and stared down at this kid that I estimate to have been six years old. There was so much about the kid that was bizarre, the eyes feature suggested in black-eyed kids seemed kind of trivial. I can't say with 100% confidence that his eyes were all black orbs. I just don't know because the rest of him was such a mess. Hmm. When I look at people, I don't know. I have a habit of avoiding eye contact. The rest of his description is follows. Clothing, gray filthy hooded sweatshirt with hood halfway with matching sweatpants, shoes, unremarkable, skin complexion, for a lack of a better phrase, I would say that he was extremely pale. Not clear if there were blemishes in any ways of freckles on this skin or if he was just really dirty. Hmm. Hair, possible reddish brown, messy, dirty, and short. His face was in this grimace of hatred. His expression was like someone who was sucking on the world's most sour candies. But here's the worst part. The body odor he was radiating was like something I have never smelled before or since. I smelled decomposing bodies in war. The closest smell I can relate to was in ranger school. In ranger school, due to the lack of food and rest, often guys' bodies would start to consume muscle for energy. Oh. Combined with the lack of bathing opportunities, this creates an odor that is hard to top. This kid smelled like weaponized foulness. Weaponized foulness! I asked, can I help you? In a voice flat, void of inflection, he said... My parents don't like you. <laughs> I responded, um, what? He stated, you'll be okay if you give us something great. I slammed the door on him because I thought he was just screwing with me. He let out this, no. I heard him on oh. the other side throwing a tantrum like you see toddlers in the store when their parents just won't let them have something. Definitely a strange thing to do at midnight. However, kids running around the dilapidated neighborhood unsupervised was a pretty common occurrence. I just chalked it up to bad parenting. I showered and threw my clothes out because I didn't want that stench on me. I went back to bed. Dude, it was so bad he had to throw his clothes out? Yeah. That's and power he had taken right a nice shower. And he doesn't even like he touched him or anything. 
Um, I went back to bed because I had to be up again in four hours. The strange thing is, is that the stench didn't, uh, didn't seem to linger. I saw this kid on three other occasions. The second time I was going out to my car in the morning and he was standing in the parking lot glaring at me. When I came home, he was staring at me standing in the same spot. Then when I looked out the window hours later, he was still in the same spot glaring with that same sneer at nothing. I asked my wife what she made of him and she said he wasn't bothering anything, which was pretty low bar for that neighborhood. Kids would often run around vandalizing people's mm -hmm. vehicles and apartments. Oh. I thought about <laughs> calling the authorities. However, what was I gonna say? There's this weird kid. There's he a might, rabble rouser. He might need help because he's weird and he stinks. The truth is I hated this kid. Now, I have three kids of my own, so I don't just hate other kids. However, I hated this one. Hmm. I hated his smell. I hated that he existed. I felt like he was trying to target and bully me for some reason. No, I didn't want to help this kid. Also, I had these paranoid thoughts of if this kid hates me as much as I hate him, he's going to lie to the cops and tell him I harmed him. So oh, true. it could affect my security clearance. Yeah. It's best just to ignore him and this will all go away. One time I saw him interacting with kids outside, so I knew he wasn't a figment of my imagination. However, he didn't play with them like a normal kid. This girl would come up and grab him, <laughs> grab him by the arm <laughs> and would just stand there and glare at her. Their kids, there were kids running around him, and he just stared at them with that grimace. Ugh. My wife wanted to share this experience that I had back in 2011. At the time, I worked in the office of a regional command. I've been read into various truly bizarre government programs. However, thinking about it, I still don't know what to make of this kid. I don't know what to get out of writing this. Maybe someone knows about this kid or has other experiences similar. The end. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, this kid... I mean, it could not, I mean, it could be a BEK, it could just be a weird kid, Yeah. but it could also make sense that if there's a theory of like the BEKs being some sort of extraterrestrial life, mm -hmm. maybe like they're trying to blend into normal society. Yeah. And then when like society's at its lowest of lows, that's when they like attack. Ooh, any minute now then. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So after 12 months of it, yes. right? We're going on like the 12 months of quarantine anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. No, I mean, listen. Are children scary in general? Yes. Yes. Are black-eyed children scarier? Yes. Do we know for sure that, like, we are in direct danger of genuine black-eyed children? No. It's just there's so many unknowns about this yeah. that makes it even scarier. I am not going to lie. I am terrified <laughs> for that walk from your front door to my car. I'm so scared. Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. Um, I have successfully freaked myself out. Yeah. Mike, have you ever heard of black-eyed kids? It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> He's like, do I even want to? So on that note, that concludes this episode of Just Ghouly Things. Lily, do you have anything to wrap us up with? Um, uh, Jesus Christ. We have an audience, so. Yeah. Don't choke. Oh, God. I, I'm choking with an audience. I'm a lot funnier when it's just me in a room. <laughs> and that's Mike Ruber. That is that on that. <laughs> that's it. That's how we're ending. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. We're going to shout out our socials. Ready? 
Born ready. All right. Follow us on Instagram at Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. Our personal Instagrams at Rebecca Reaver and at Lily Baldessari. Twitter. JGT Podcast. Facebook like page. Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. Facebook private group. Just Ghoulie Things Podcast group. Donate to our Patreon. Just Ghoulie Things Podcast. Buy our merch. T Public and RebeccaRuber.com slash shop. And That's all, that one's a lot more words. I Everything's know. the same. I had to make it a lot harder on us. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and if you or someone you know has a paranormal experience that you'd like to share on our show, feel free to email us at justgoolythingspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, Boo Thanks, and we will talk to Boo next week. Goodbye! Goodbye.